and welcome to the Dr. Dion Show on Business Radio X, where you can listen to smart dialogue about diversity, leadership, and behavior in the workplace and beyond. We are broadcasting live from the Gwinnett Business Radio X studio, located at Sinesta Hotel Gwinnett Place, Atlanta, in Duluth, Georgia. I am joined by producer Mike Salmond. Good morning, Dion. Good morning. Nice to see you. How are you? I'm good. I'm more than a producer today, so that's why I was a little... (laughs) Yes, yes, I was going to share with the audience today that we're in for a treat. We have you actually uh, behind the microphone answering questions and contributing as a business owner today. So I'm quite excited about that. So thank you. Well, thank you for having me. Well, while I invited you on or while I just mentioned you, let's invite our other guests to say who they are and um, take it from there. Okay. I'm Brandy Swanson with Smith & Howard uh, CPA Service and with the Gwinnett Rotary Club. Thank you for coming. Good morning. I am Nicole Love Hendrickson and I'm with Gwinnett County uh, Board of Commissioners. Lovely. So I'm your host, Dr. Dion Wright-Polton, and today's show is titled Gwinnett the Great, a glimpse inside the day-to-day operations, initiatives, and challenges of growing, sustaining, and enriching a county. So what does that mean? So today we're going to just talk about uh, what's happening in Gwinnett County, where we all reside. I've been here for 14 years. How long have you all been here? I've been here since uh, the mid-90s off and on. Oh, wow. Okay. I was born and raised here. Woohoo! I've been here for 10 years. Great. So, so we also ha- we all have a lot of experience here in the county and we have stayed for reasons. So mm-hmm. we're yeah. going to get into those reasons as I guess I'm here. I've been here the least amount of time. Oh, almost, almost. One reason why we selected this county to move in was it was recommended firstly by our realtor, but because it, because of its diversity, uh, Gwinnett County is the um, most diverse um, county in the southeastern United States, believe it or not. That was important for us as a family when we moved here from Toronto to to make sure that we're raising our kids in, a, in an environment where it's where it's diverse. Mm-hmm. I wanted to have this show because it, it I'm I'm very fascinated by the fact that there's so much synergy between businesses, between education, mm-hmm. between nonprofits, leaders, and, and just how there's so much emphasis and focus on on developing the next generation, even going to the junior academy and 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 helping out with 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 children in high school, it's really remarkable the way there's so much emphasis and looking at the next generation and how we're making things inclusive for everybody. So I'm I wanted to do the show to kind of select three different areas that we can talk about to highlight. Of course I'll be doing another show about Gwinnett because there's so many other avenues that we can discuss. But today I wanted to um, invite you on to discuss. So with further ado can one of you, when you want to start and kind of share what you do and your position and how you contribute to Gwinnett? Oh, I'll start. Um, so I, I'm the Community Outreach Program Director for Gwinnett County Government. And my role was created by Chairman Charlotte Nash, of, who is the chairman of the Board of Commissioners, um, specifically a, as a way to engage our diverse constituents in county government. Um, after the 2010 census, it was made very apparent and clear that, you know, Gwinnett being a majority minority county, it was very imperative that we had some efforts at the government level to engage citizens across um, the county in various mediums. Um, so the position was created with the intent to engage residents, businesses, nonprofit communities to get them more involved in Gwinnett County government so that all of our efforts, our decisions, um, our platforms are truly reflective of the diverse citizens of the county. Um, so my role as the community outreach program director, um, and I've only been in the role for two years, was really to create that platform uh, where citizens can engage in, in many different mediums across the county 
And we do that through various programs and building bridges, initiatives and efforts and events. We can talk about some of the programs a little bit later, but that's just the gist of um, uh, the outreach platform and my role with county government. Okay, great. Thanks, Nicole. Brandy? So um, from a from a business standpoint, uh, my role is business development. So I mainly work with individuals, businesses to connect them to the right opportunities. So um, I, I call myself a master networker. So ultimately, I'm looking to bring new business into Smith & Howard. But I also um, work really hard through the Rotary Club, through the Chamber of Commerce, through other avenues to pay attention to what people's wants and needs are and to connect them to um, the right opportunity. And I, really, that's how Dion and I met was through the Chamber of Commerce and mm-hmm. and um, connecting. And then I connected her to Rotary and some other um, avenues and people that I think that would enrich her life and that she would enrich their lives and um, have some synergies there. And I really think um, Gwinnett's really about that as as a whole. And we embrace that that opportunity. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. And and I and I will I will thank you again publicly uh, for introducing me to many people in this county and for introducing me to the Rotary. The Rotary has been awesome. And so all yes. three of us are members. Yes. Um, Mike, Mike is. Mike is uh, spoken. <laughs> is that close enough? Does that count? I've spoken to the Rotary. <laughs> yes. You were there what two weeks ago. I think it was two weeks ago. Three or four weeks or re- ago. Recently. Oh, okay. Ago. Okay. But Seems like yesterday, though. It was, of course. <laughs> we always, you're always in our, in, our, in our thoughts and memories. So, so Mike, do you want to add in what you do? And I own and operate the Business Radio X studio here in Gwinnett County, which has been here for four and a half years. And um, uh, Business Radio X has been around for about 10 years, uh, originated out of the Sandy Springs studio. And they had coverage in Sandy Springs. They had a studio in Buckhead and Midtown. And they really wanted to get into Gwinnett County because of the diversity of, of, of the workforce and, and the business. The business community here is so strong. It's almost its own market, Gwinnett County is, compared to Atlanta. And, and so many businesses have moved here because of the economics and the diversity and the workforce. And uh, we wanted to help share the stories about all these great companies, the ones that, uh, you know, Brandy works for and that Nicole worked for and help get the, the, work, the word out about the great work they do. There are literally thousands of businesses here in Gwinnett County alone, uh, more than a lot of cities. And so we're here to, to share that story. And we knew Gwinnett County was a very fertile ground to, to, to share those stories. And so we've been here four and a half years, and we've had 1,300 business leaders come through our doors uh, in the last four and a half years, including wow. Miss Swanson, who was on the very first show when we opened our studio four and a half years ago. Oh, wow. And how ironic is that? We had no idea. Prior yeah. to this, I had no idea. There, there's a good chance whoever you invite to a show, Dion, may have been on a show at Business Radio X in the in the, in the past. I can count on that because I, I typically will go to a Rotary Club like yours, and I can count several people in there that have been on a show or especially a chamber event. We are we are tied at the hip with the uh, Gwinnett County Chamber, mm-hmm. and I go to chamber events, and usually at least half the people either have their own show or or have been on a show as a guest. Which That's is great. fantastic. But uh, we are proud of Gwinnett County here at Business Radio X, and we are uh, so happy to, to share the great stories that come out of Gwinnett County. And we have had companies from outside, not just the state, but outside this country, contact us about moving to Gwinnett County because of the stories they've heard. Excellent. In fact, one of the stories is, uh, is, is uh, framed above your head right now there on the wall. Oh, wow. We'll have to have you read it sometime. That would, that would, oh, I wow. just, I, it's the one that says, Without Borders. 
We are without borders here at Business Radio X. I love that. And I'm going to give you a public shout out and thank you for encouraging me to start my own show. It has been a whirlwind, a lot of fun. Okay, good. Uh, I wasn't sure if you were going to blame me or thank me. Uh, I think think I'll I'll continue on a little longer. (laughs) Well, I appreciate all your introductions and and just giving kind of an overview of what you do. So in terms of, we talked about diversity a lot. How much does diversity kind of play into your job and and is it is it is it is it, is it um how paramount is it in your day-to-day operations well for me it it is a hundred percent important and key to everything I do um, because the engagement specifically focuses on a lot of the um, immigrant foreign born um, and multicultural communities our our county is is changing drastically and very very um, swiftly. Um, and as you mentioned, Dion, um, you know, we're the largest and most um, diverse county in the southeast. Twenty uh, percent of our of Gwinnett's population and we're almost at a million. Twenty um, percent mm-hmm. of that population um, represents foreign born um, communities. So that means that you can pick one out of every five citizens here in Gwinnett County and they will have been born in another country. So getting um, residents and constituents um, engaged in the fabric of our community is so important. You know, we, we don't want to we don't want people to come here and then stick and stay in their silos. We want them to come out and embrace the greater Gwinnett community and everything that it has to offer um, and highlight and showcase all of the benefits uh, that are here in this community. You know, we have great schools. We have a great business community. We have so many great amenities that a lot of, of communities are unaware of. And we want to share that and, and um, celebrate uh, all of all of the things that are avail- available to uh, families that come here and choose to make Gwinnett County home. And it, 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 it's very evident that the world has chosen Gwinnett as, as their home. So we have to work on ways that we can um, be inclusive and be very mindful of the various needs of um, constituents because a one-size-fits-all approach is not going to work. Mm-hmm. Um, you have to tailor your efforts to um, the needs of various communities, whether it's African-American, the Latino community, the Asian communities, and the many cultures that fall under the Asian and Latino communities, developing programs and services, um, events and initiatives that specifically target uh, and are tailored to those communities so that they can truly feel um, included and embraced um, and that our efforts are not just a a one shot off or a one size fits all, but that we are truly catering to the needs of all of our constituents. Um, So it's it's very important in my role really is to learn what those needs are and to go out and develop those relationships with those communities and identify the key leaders in those communities, um, celebrate, learn with them, grow with them, um, get them involved um, and, and see what are the things and learn what are the things that, that are impactful to them and how we can bridge those relationships across the board um, between citizens, between their neighbors, between county leaders, between elected officials, um, and and we want um, everybody to feel that this county is for everyone. Well, I will say as a an international person who is from Toronto originally, uh, who's yeah. used to diversity in yes. Toronto, I can honestly say I have never walked into any environment here in Gwinnett County and I felt uncomfortable or unwelcomed. Mm-hmm. And so I think the work that you're doing and... Mm-hmm. Uh, um, um, and all the respect the commissioners and so on are doing, I, I think it's fabulous and it's ob- obviously working because mm-hmm. it, this is my business, diversity and inclusion. And a lot of times 
uh, people forget about the inclusion piece. Yes. And they believe that even if you're going to workplace, they believe, oh, this person should do what they have to do to fit in. Yes. No, they're new to the environment, which means that you have to make it Amen. comfortable for them to come in. And so, and, and that, that, Infuriates me when when the, when the onus is put on the on the on the newcomer right. to 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 kind of get acclimated. Of course, you have to get acclimated and, and assimilate, but however, you also have to make it welcoming for that person and give them in, and incentivize them to actually want to actually get involved and become become more community oriented. So I love the fact I love that philosophy because mm-hmm. there are so many places that I've lived in many cities um, here in, in here and also in in Canada. And sometimes people do end up in their mm-hmm. silos mm-hmm. and they choose not to communicate or, or, and really, really interact with people that are different than them. And so you're missing so many opportunities if you don't do that. So, so I, I appreciate the work that you're doing. You know, and I think sometimes you're talking about that. I think sometimes that when people have that mentality, it's because they haven't themselves been in an uncomfortable situation where they're different than everybody else Good and, point. And, and felt that for themselves to know how nice it is for somebody to walk up and include them into an environment um, that they're uncomfortable. Right. So I I think that's important. And and I know for um, Smith and Howard as an organization, we're part of the um, Hispanic chamber of commerce. Um, You know, we do some things around, around that. We look at other, I mean, personally, as far as, you know, rotary goes, I visit various rotary clubs and there's actually an Indian rotary club that meets, um, over there off Jimmy Carter Boulevard. Excellent. And it, it was one of the most amazing experiences that I've had in a while to be able to walk mm-hmm. in there. And I was the odd man out in that in that situation. Mm-hmm. You know, I didn't look like any of, of them, but we had something mm-hmm. in, common, in common, right? Mm-hmm. And I had instant friends there. I made some really great connections and they welcomed me in. Mm-hmm. And, um, you know, they didn't say that I needed to speak their language. They didn't, yeah. you know, they, so it, it was very welcoming. And, and I think as a whole, um, most people in Gwinnett mm-hmm. have that mindset. I think the the struggle sometimes is, I don't know, have you ever been to a family reunion, a big family reunion? Uh-huh. And when you go to those family reunions, have you ever noticed that the immediate family members tend to sit together? Mm-hmm. Yep. True. Okay. So you've all got the same skin color, the same basic background. But you tend to stay in the small groups that you're most comfortable. And I think the biggest challenge is to get people to step outside of those comfort zones Mm -hmm. and to meet people that are a little bit different than they are and figure out ways to work together. Absolutely. Absolutely. I agree. And and I just want to quickly add up um, just to the point about inclusion and provide creating those spaces. So a, a lot of what I do is create those spaces where citizens can engage who, who are very different from one another and can learn about different cultures and learn about um, people from different communities and all walks of life. But the more you create those spaces for people to engage who are different from them, um, the less that stigma, that fear, um, that self-siloing happens. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. I know that, um, you know, uh, Nicole talks about the programs they've created to, to influence diversity and, and encourage diversity. I think here at Business Radio X, we're just a beneficiary of that. We're just a reflection of the business community. Uh, just by virtue of the over a thousand businesses that we've, we've, we've featured on our airwaves, we're going to have a lot of minority owned businesses yeah. or foreign owned businesses. Uh, we have a, we do have one client of ours, a bank that has a weekly show with us and they're an Indian based bank. Hmm. And so they've had some of their, um, chairman, their chairman of the board come on and so forth. And he's Indian awesome. and so forth. So we've had Indian leaders. We've had um, Korean leaders. In fact, tomorrow, one of our shows is a Korean-based 
show. We're going to highlight Korean-owned businesses awesome. here in Gwinnett County. So I think I think we're, us at Business Radio X, we're just a platform, a reflection of of the community as, as it is. Absolutely. So you know, the more diverse the community is in the business sense, the more diverse of you know the the, the stories you're going to hear come from us. And understanding that diversity is, if if it's utilized uh, properly, it's it's definitely a strength. It can be a strength for any city, and so I think Winnet, in that sense, is is a pretty good um, as a county is a pretty good um, uh, example yes, for other places yes. to mm-hmm. follow. Yeah. So, uh, Brandy, you mentioned the Rotary, and all three of us are members of the Rotary. I wanted to kind of talk about that a little bit in terms of the philosophy. Uh, what kind of brought me into the, the Rotary and why, why was it exciting was because of its, its, um, its mandate, kind of, not mandate, but, but the expectation is, is putting service um, above, above yourself mm-hmm. and, um, and just the principles, um, is it the truth and so on. And I really uh, have tried to live by those standards. And so that's what kind of drew me to, to joining the Rotary because I've never joined anything in my life, which is really, <laughs> I was asked, I've been asked to join sororities and I just said, no, 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 no. But this is some, the first time at 44 years old I actually joined something, and it's been it's been great. So I, I wanted you to explain a little more, and also Nicole, because okay. um, you know we're we're in the Rotary together, and um, I'm a newbie. So okay, so I've been a Rotarian for 24 years. Wow! And um, started when she was 10. 10, yes, yes, <laughs> I was just a baby. Um, it, I think what drew me to Rotary it, it is the service above self. Um, that absolutely was is probably the number one thing for me. But it's an international organization, mm-hmm. so um, it embraces that diversity. It, mm-hmm. To me, it really um, embodies service to all humanity, mm-hmm. service to the entire world, servant leadership at its best. And the best thing about Rotary to me is that you can go anywhere in the world and really have instant friends mm-hmm. because they know that you have that same, for the most part, that same vision of service above mm-hmm. self. It's mm-hmm. not around religion. It's not around skin color. It's mm-hmm. not around anything except the betterment of our communities as a whole. So um, you know, all of them really have um, various service projects that they in, are involved with, Um so, you know, maybe like our club, we do, um, we, we clean up places, you know, you might find some roads that, they're, that are cleaned up. They are very involved with the schools. So we put on um, a career day and help the kids understand different things. Pack meals. And we recently, Pack yeah, meals. recently yeah. did that for yeah. the, the children. So um, for, for Rotarians, it, it's people that have a like mind of solving problems um, through taking action, not just identifying, oh, we need to, you know, we've got this problem. What are we going to do about Mm -hmm. it? They figure out a way to make it happen. So um, that's, to me, what's great about Rotary. Mm -hmm. I mean, they tackled polio, Mm -hmm. ending polio. I mean, what that is a huge huge undertaking. Mm -hmm. And they're, I know you can't see my fingers, but just very mm-hmm. less than an inch close to to mm-hmm. solving and ending yeah, polio. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Awesome. yeah and, f- and for me, um, I'm, I'm probably one of the youngest, and I think you may have just recently inducted somebody younger than me um, to the to the Rotary Club. But I, I see it as something that's bigger than myself, and mm-hmm. I always have always been involved in things that are about service um, and that are are above me and, and mm-hmm. myself and uh, being a part of such a rich organization that has such a history of um, 
providing support to communities worldwide, um, helping, um, and and also creating lifelong friendships. And that is one of the pillars of of the Rotary. Will, will it create better friendships? Mm-hmm. And I've made so many friends and contacts um, through this network. Uh, you know, through the International Rotary, and I'm so blessed to be a part of such an organization that. Um, truly embodies everything that I've lived for, um, you know, since I was young and always wanting to be part of a a service-based organization. Um, And there are many out there, but none Mm -hmm. like Rotary that is worldwide and that is actually solving worldwide problems and bringing people together internationally. Yes. I was going to ask you, Mike, what what, uh, benefit did you get Okay, I thought you were going to ask me a Rotary question. I'm not a member. So I was doing double duty, taking some photos. (laughs) I was going to say, how was it presenting at Rotaries? I'm sure that wasn't the first time at our Rotary, but so what what is the benefit for you to do that as a business owner? Well, you know, we we are asked to speak to many groups, and and I did notice this, a little little more diversity. I also noticed when I spoke to the Rotary, uh, the number of nonprofits Yes. That were involved. Mm-hmm. And, and that was completely different from a lot of yes. the chamber events that I go to, not yes. just, you know, the other chambers where we belong to in the Atlanta area as well. Uh, we had we had at least three or four uh, leaders of nonprofits came up to me and said, hey, can we, we'd like to tell our story. Yes. Mm-hmm. And we've, of course, made arrangements for them to come on the air and, and share their story. So that that kind of caught me uh, not by surprise, but, uh, mm-hmm. you know, something that I had not had at other speaking engagements. Yeah, we we have as many nonprofits in the county as we do businesses. Um, we probably have one of the most the highest uh, rate of nonprofits in the county that are addressing so many different things. In my former life, I I was in the associate director of a nonprofit organization that served as the umbrella to a lot of the service based organizations in the county, and uh, they work so hard and and um, do a lot of collaborative work together. Uh, and you don't see that in a lot of communities uh, where nonprofits are just very territorial of, mm-hmm, of their mm-hmm. areas. But um, a lot of the nonprofits here celebrate each other. They work together on issues. They form many collab- collaboratives, many coalitions um, to address uh, countywide issues and regional issues. Um, we have an amazing nonprofit community and an, an amazing nonprofit leaders. And to go back to where Business Radio X is kind of a reflection of the community, we actually have a show that is dedicated just to nonprofits, Excellent. a monthly show called Giving Back to Gwinnett. Oh, good. It airs every month because awesome. there's that there's are so many and there's a need to help it. get their story out. So we have a show. That's all we have. Come on. Just nonprofit organizations that share their story. Awesome. You're listening to the Dr. Dion Show, where you listen to hear you'll hear smart dialogue about diversity, leadership, and behavior in the workplace and beyond. I'm speaking with Miss Nicole Love Hendrickson, I'm and also Brandy Swanson and Mr. Mike Salmon. So let's let's continue with that. Let's we've been kind of uh, not scratching the surface, but let's let's get into the issues, so to speak, that um, that do come up in, in in nonprofits, for example. So as we know, in, in pretty much every city you go to, there's there's there's, there's always someone that that's in need of food. Mm-hmm. Uh, there's somebody who's always in need of shelter. Mm-hmm. Uh, there's unfortunately there's bad women. There's there's stuff that goes on, mm-hmm. and so um, a lot of the nonprofits that 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 exist here are are, are there to serve these communities, mm-hmm. and um, it's important for us to talk about that. And 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 I'm happy that we're talking about it because. Definitely, these nonprofits are actually doing something. They're making a difference. Mm-hmm. Yes. Uh, speaking to the to mm-hmm. the percentage of them in terms of the Rotary. So, do you want to talk about that a little more? Like, what issues are there are there in Gwinnett County? And 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 we can be we can speak frankly, but we're doing something about it. We're trying. Yeah. We're not just sitting back and just oh, you know, they're on their own. There, there's there's efforts to try and help people. So, I'd love to talk about that. 
Well, I will, I will say, um, having worked in the nonprofit field for eight years before going over to government, um, our, our biggest issue is the poverty and homelessness mm-hmm. problem. The, the problem with that is Gwinnett has always been looked at as an affluent county. Mm-hmm. So um, resources have not always been funneled up to the county. So the, the, the various organizations and nonprofit community-based um, groups that are working um, to address these issues are having to form collaborative uh, collaborations, um, you know, to draw down funding, to share resources, to address the need countywide. Um, an, another thing um, that we're seeing is, is with the, the homeless issue, um, the face of homelessness is not a typical face of homelessness that you would see in the city of Atlanta. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, mm-hmm. we while we while you will see, um, you know, uh, the the battered looking person, um, you know, standing up with with a sign holding up, I, I, you know, feed me, I'm hungry, I'm starving. Um, but the largest uh, population of homelessness in Gwinnett County is a child. And currently we don't have an emergency shelter for children. We have um, homeless shelters that service women. We have shelters and transitional housing programs that service women and their young children. If those families have sons that are over the age of 12, they cannot be accommodated. And then there's nowhere to send those kids. So the closest thing we have, and we have many um Transitional programs like Rainbow Village, the Salt Light Center. Well, well uh, Salt Light Center is an emergency um, shelter, but we do have um, the Salvation Army, um, Rainbow Village, um, and several other programs that are working to address the need. But the need is greater than what the services mm-hmm. are available. You know, Nicole, I think, too, though, because um, I grew up here and um, was I've always been, in, like I said, I've been Rotarian for 24 years mm-hmm. You know, going up and down the street, and you might, like you said, see an occasional mm-hmm. sign. And and for me, it was like, you know, this Gwinnett doesn't really have this problem. Mm-hmm. It's very well hidden. Mm-hmm. And um, four years ago, it was brought to light for me because um, I did a um, project for a homeless shelter in Atlanta that specifically deals with children from eighteen mm-hmm. to twenty-one yes. years old. Yeah, you raised mm-hmm. money for that. Yeah, it, but but the thing is, is that when I went down there. My mindset was, this is not my problem. I'm not really sure why I'm going down here. And I, I went down there because mm. I felt obligated to mm. return a favor, not because I was doing it out of mm. the greatness or goodness of my heart, because I wasn't. That's big of you to say that. <laughs> yeah, yeah. But, but I mean, it's the truth. But, yes. but, but the, the thing is, is when I got there, the um, young people that I interacted with, the two that were at my table for me to get to know a little bit, guess where they were from? Guess what high school they went to? Was it somewhere in Gwinnett? It was five miles from my house. Oh, wow. And then second year that I went there, the young lady went to high school with my daughter. Mm. Hmm. And so to me, that was really eye-opening. Of And they were both kids. I mean, they were young people. Mm. They were homeless. They had been abused. It wasn't because they were drug addicts or they were problem kids. It was circumstances right. of their childhood. It wasn't that they, you know set that route for themselves. The right. one young lady was working two full-time jobs and going to school full-time to be a nurse. Wow. wow. So, I mean, she was trying to be a productive, mm-hmm. um, responsible citizen. And um, those young people just yeah. need the tools to be able to do that. Well, we yes, have a lot of kids um, who are going to be coming out of school for the summer who are mm-hmm. going to be hungry. And, um, you know, the food banks can't keep up with the demands because, Seasonal giving typically happens around Thanksgiving, 
and Christmas, but people don't think of the summertime and the food pantries and the banks are um, are, are scrambling to, to try to get donations um, to feed kids for the summer. Mm-hmm. It's, it's, uh, it's, it's quite unfortunate. I, I actually, one of the reasons why I got involved um, with Creative Community Services is for that reason that it actually caters to foster children, which is another mm-hmm. um, area of need here. And so um, as a board member, it's, it's, it's very, I feel like I'm, I, you, you have that kind of direct contact. You know that your decision making and your, your insight and, and your expertise can, can actually mm-hmm. um, directly affect the lives of, of, of children mm-hmm. for no fault of their own have just been in place in circumstances that are just unbelievable. And so, so in terms of um, sitting on a board for a nonprofit, it has really been, it's really enriched me. Mm-hmm. And um and I think it's worthwhile for people to get involved in that way. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. Well, you know, we talk about diversity. And so you've got diversity of, you know, skin color mm-hmm. and cultures and things like that. But there's also diversity between um, homelessness versus, mm-hmm. you know, your affluence. Absolutely. And mm-hmm. um, veteran status. Yeah. Women. Um, I did a show veterans, on, yeah. on um, widowed women. That's another demographic that uh, faces discrimination sometimes. So there's so Traffic many. So many yes. Yeah. Th- yeah. There's so many different. Trafficking is huge. Yeah. There's so many different. Um, areas that um that we can touch on well i just think a lot of times you think of gwinnett county you think of the the, the population you think of the success of the county mm-hmm. you think of money you think of all the, the 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 good things and you don't think there are problems here in our own county because you, there's there's so much wealth and you look at the mansions and there's the country clubs mm-hmm. and and you know john's creek and you know which is part of gwinnett county which is what i think what the zip code for john's creek is one of the most the highest as far as home values in the the entire country rivals beverly uh, beverly hills mm-hmm. and you don't think you'd have some of those problems but we have them right here at our own doorstep that's right we do and and gwinnett county is actually the second has the second largest homeless population next to fulton county oh really mm-hmm. wow well, I, I'm 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 happy and hopeful that uh, we are all um, committed. Many people are committed, oh, including in the Rotary, uh, to to make a difference and to offer support, whether monetarily or in time and, and sweat and so on, just to kind of help make our community the best it can be. So I've really um, enjoyed my time here, and I continue. To, I want to continue to be here. Absolutely, yeah. It is a great Thank place you. to live. Uh, something that's caught my attention since you've been doing the show, Dion, that I thought yes. I'd kind of bring to your attention is uh, a couple things. Number one, we are doing the show here in the Sinesta, um Gwinnett Place Hotel, yes. which is the, st- the studio location. And there's a business uh, event going on, some kind of, a, I don't know what exactly it is, but some meetings going on right right down the hall here. Mm-hmm. And so during the show, I've watched people be walking by and I've seen black, I've seen white, I've seen Asian, mm-hmm. I've seen Indian. Um, I mean, I've, I've seen, I've seen the diversity just, just yeah. during the time of the show. Also, I mentioned earlier the, 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 uh, the magazine article that's framed above your head right now where you're sitting. The one on the left talks about no borders and that talks about, and that's the Gwinnett Chamber magazine. And I touched upon it earlier. That talks about a company in Columbia, South America that listened to a show or that listened to a lot of our shows about Gwinnett here on Business Radio X and decided to move their American headquarters to Gwinnett County. They were looking for a place in the U.S., heard all the great things about the diversity and the, the awesome. business atmosphere and landscape of Gwinnett and came here. 
Uh, and diversity was a big part of the reason they came to Gwinnett County. And, 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 and by the way, and I'm looking at the other magazine article there above your shoulder. And if you look at it, that's, that's Gwinnett Magazine doing a story about the show I host, Gwinnett Business Radio. Mm-hmm. And if you look at the photo at the top, you see a black woman business leader on the, on the right there. You got, yep. I think she's probably cut off a little bit. You see a, a, a white business leader. I think, I think there's a chamber executive. I think Vince from the chambers in that photo as well. You also see a yes. Korean business leader mm-hmm. there mm-hmm. that one photo right there is about as diverse as it gets mm-hmm. that's a representation of Gwinnett county absolutely that's absolutely right. well so so i'm just curious brandy having you 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 grew up here so mm-hmm. how, can you speak to the differences and, and and just how things have changed over the years what do you what do you think oh wow so i remember when the when the first mcdonald's went in here. No way. Yeah, I do. Um, and, and there was line, you had to wait for a long time to get burgers and fries. <laughs> <laughs> um, and, and, and my house where I grew up, where I grew up, my dad still lives there. There were nine houses on that street. It is now Sugarloaf Parkway. Oh, wow. Wow. Yeah. And so um, the diversity around, uh, around my dad's house is, I mean, all, all kind. I mean, it, oh, yeah. yeah, I mean, you've got all ethnicities and and um, international. Yeah, it really is. So um, it's changed a lot. And when I went to school, I would say ninety percent of it was black and whites, right? Mm-hmm. I mean, that was the majority. I don't remember running across um, Latinos mm-hmm. or Asians. I mean, there might have been one in my grade or two. I mean, but there just weren't that many. And, and yeah. now, I mean, when my kids went to school there, it was just, um, yeah, it's like all kinds. 150 something languages spoken in the school. Yeah. Now. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's just, um, that the challenges that the school system is facing now, um, Versus what they were facing mm-hmm. back when I was in high school and whatnot is is drastically um, different. Mm-hmm. I'm sure. So um, we're gonna we're coming close to the end of the show, but I wanted to just kind of get your thoughts on what makes Gwinnett so great. I thought about that, and we talked about diversity. I love the warm weather most of the time, <laughs> oh, most yeah. of the year. Hello. Uh, I also love the fact that I'm a I'm a Easy flight to Toronto under, in under two hours and easy flight to the Caribbean in about three hours. <laughs> my, two, right. my two favorite places. So that's, yeah. I, I, and the, so that's why I love, I love Gwinnett. So you want to add in or anything? I, I will say that you can get anything and go anywhere without leaving the 437 square miles of Gwinnett <laughs> County. I mean, you, you, we have beaches, we have lakes, we have restaurants, we have amenities and parks and culture, arts, entertainment. I mean, you don't ever have to leave the county to get what you want. And a lot of people go elsewhere, you know, for vacation. And I like to go on staycations and go to different parts of the county and explore. I mean, you get everything here. We have it all. Awesome. We do have it all. Um, and I guess for me, I mean, it's my family's here. Uh, my friends are here, and there is so much opportunity here. I mean, it's just endless, the mm-hmm. opportunities, whether Absolutely. it's a business opportunity, um, friend opportunities, service, service opportunities. opportunities. And, and you know what? I, be, I think because my personal motto really is service above self, and there is that um, servant leadership mm-hmm. here in the county. Mm-hmm. I mean, Charlotte is Amazing. just the epitome of servant leadership. 
and um, and Wayne Hill was as well. Mm-hmm. I just I think both of them, and they were both they were both yeah. in our Rotary Club, yeah. mm-hmm. as a matter of fact. Oh wow! Uh, Wayne Hill's still in our club, and and Charlotte is mm-hmm. a member of our club. Charlotte, of course, Nash. She's, yes. Mm-hmm. Um, but I think because our community really does embrace servant leadership, mm-hmm. and that's my personal motto that it it just is a great fit. It's it a is. great fit to bring kids up. Um, it's embedded throughout. It really is. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. What a place to raise a family. Yes. You talked yep. about the schools. That's right. Not just some of the best schools in the country oh, yes. are here in Gwinnett County. That's right. And for me, as far as the arts and entertainment uh, that you mentioned earlier, uh, you, you've got museums here. Mm-hmm. You've got the arena here. Paul McCartney is going to be playing here in Gwinnett County. We don't have to drive to Atlanta to see Paul McCartney or Hall & Oates or all the other That's great right. shows. That's right. That I went are, to a Beyonce concert oh, a couple of months ago. Yeah. yeah. Bob, I've seen Bob. <laughs> in Gwinnett? Oh, yes. At, at the Infinite Where uh, was I? <laughs> <laughs> you know, I, I saw Bon Jovi here. I mean, we. I mean, and you could be home in five minutes. You're showing your yes. age. I'm just saying. Yeah, yeah, right. Well, it, uh, sorry, eighties rock. We know hey, 80s hey, rock. Bon Jovi still tours. I love Bon Jovi. <laughs> yep. uh, there's just you know, it, you know, and I'm a big sports fan. Mm-hmm. We have our own professional baseball team. Yes, yes. Braves mm-hmm. AAA affiliate. Yes. We, we have professional indoor lacrosse. North in our club. Yeah, North is CEO is in our Rotary. Okay, yeah. yes. we, we we have professional mm-hmm. soccer here. We have we have mm-hmm. professional hockey. Yes, uh, mm-hmm. Atlanta doesn't even have a hockey team lacrosse. anymore. They lacrosse, that's right, and they're doing well too. Yes, mm-hmm. they are. So, uh, so it's we got it all. Like I said, we got we, it. All. We got it all. <laughs> yep. So if you're listening, you need to come and visit. And when you come visit, you'll probably fall in love and want to relocate. That's right. There you go. Okay, so we're coming to the close. We're coming to a close, sorry. I appreciate you coming on to the show today. Right, thanks for inviting Thank us. Thank you for having us. Thank you. And thanks again, Mike, for um, Thank you. coming enjoy, on today. I get to enjoy all your shows every month. <laughs> I know. <laughs> Dr. Dion <laughs> Lucky show. you or Love lucky it. me, whatever one. Both one. Both, both of us. We're both very lucky. <laughs> okay, so before we go, you wanted to share with the our listeners where they can reach you? Uh, anyone can reach me at www.gwinnettcommunityoutreach.com and all my programs, services, events, and contact information is there. And that was Nicole. Yes. Okay. Okay. And uh, Brandy, you can reach me at um, BL, brand, B as in boy, L as in Larry, Swanson, 820 at Comcast.net. You want to know about Gwinnett County and all the businesses here? Go to GwinnettBusinessRadioX.com and you'll have shows like this. You'll have all the other shows. Um, our information, our contact information is there as well. Uh, if you have a story to tell, give us a call. We'd love to get you on. Well, thanks so much for listening to the Dr. Dion Show, where you listen to smart dialogue about diversity, leadership, and behavior in the workplace and beyond. Again, our show airs live on the second Friday of each month at 10 a.m., but you can also listen to any of our shows anytime by visiting GwinnettBusinessRadioX.com. Again, we're broadcasting live from the Gwinnett Business Radio X studio in Sinesta Hotel, Gwinnett Place, Atlanta, in Duluth. And you can like us on Facebook at uh, The Dr. Dion Show. You can also follow me on Twitter at Dr. Dion Poulton, on LinkedIn at Dr. Dion Poulton. And I'm going to just plug my book as usual. It's not always racist, but sometimes it is. Pick it up, read it, send me an email, let me know what you think. And you can also reach me at uh, 404-323-3842. I always welcome comments and uh, feedback from um, the community regarding any show. Uh, it's always great to to listen and and, and um, to people's feedback. And I, and, and I actually have re- I've really enjoyed it over the over the last few months. Thanks again. And I always close with my motto, which is expand your circle and your mind. Let people in. Thank you.